Hello everybody, I am Maddie and welcome to Books, Books and More Books, the bookiest place on the planet. Um, today I am going to be basically doing Hogwarts a history for you all, um, so you can learn a little bit about Hogwarts from Harry Potter. And this is going to be a very Harry Pottery episode, so if you're not really into Harry Potter, then um, yeah. So let's go all the way back to the beginning of Hogwarts. Hogwarts was built in the Scottish Highlands near a big lake. And the four founders, Rowena Ravenhall, Godric Gryffindor, Salazar Slytherin and Helga Hufflepuff, built it so that it was unflottable and enchanted it so that to muggles it just looked like an abandoned castle. The school was established in around the 10th century and it is one of the finest magic institutes along with Durmstrang and Bogotons. At birth, a magical book and quill decide whether someone is magical or not. If they are, they will be written down in the book using a quill. However, this does not involve any interference from humans. The book simply does it all by itself. Once they have been enrolled, an owl will be delivered to the child when they become 11. However, if the child is muggle-born, a member of staff will come to their house and tell the parents. Once the students get to the school, they will be sorted into their following houses. Ravenclaw, which is for the intelligent, creative and wise. Gryffindor, which is for the brave. Slytherin, which is for the cunning, ambitious and sly. And Hufflepuff which is for the patient, the hard-working, and the loyal. These were all named after the founders of Hogwarts. They all chose an animal that they liked. And a fun fact, the Ravenclaw logo isn't actually a raven, it's an eagle. The four founders decided that the motto should be Draco Dormin's Nuquam Titillandus which in Latin translates to never tickle a sleeping dragon and it's a pretty good piece of advice and honestly I can just picture like Gryffindor going up and tickling a dragon and Salazar's like hey Godric never do that hang on we should make that our motto and you know so on it would be pretty funny actually and now for a bit of architecture of Hogwarts I think Within Hogwarts, the three highest towers are the Astronomy Tower, the Gryffindor Tower, and the Ravenclaw Tower. Although people say that the Gryffindor Tower is slightly taller than the other ones, simply because they have like a chicken wire on top of it. And that's pretty much why they have it on there. It's just a little joke that went around a while ago. And within the building, that's the right word, there are 142 staircases 
all of which moved between different platforms and were likely enchanted by Rowena Ravenclaw. Besides staircases, actual rooms inside the building can also move around. For example, the room of requirement might not necessarily be there unless somebody is in desperate need of it. There are also several enchantments and barriers that were placed onto Hogwarts to ensure ultimate security. For example, there are such high levels of magic within and around Hogwarts and in the grounds that technology such as mobile phones, laptops and tablets go completely haywire. This is also the same for compasses and maps, which is why it's completely unplottable. Despite this though, radios can still be used and they are used as is seen in the Order of the Phoenix when Ron, Hermione and Harry are listening to it. You cannot apparate in or out of Hogwarts and as Hermione says, honestly, have you not read Hogwarts history? And hopefully after this you have, but you know, we'll go with it. And now it is time for more about the teachers and the founders. Slytherin's opinion on running Hogwarts was, we'll teach just those whose ancestry purest. So in turn, he wanted to just have pure bloods in the school. However, the other three founders disagreed. So. Salazar Slytherin decided that he would leave the school, but before he left the school, he built a chamber to house a basilisk, and in the hope that once his heir had returned to, to, return to Hogwarts, there we go, he would open the chamber and unleash the basilisk, which had been used to purge all the muggle-borns of the school. And we will find out more about that later on in the podcast. Now we're going to talk about some of the main events that happened since Hogwarts founding. And our first is all about the Triwizard Tournament. 300 years after the school was founded, begun the Triwizard Tournament, an epic quest of strength, where three champions, one from the school of Hogwarts, one from Beaubatons, and one from Durmstrang, would compete together in a ferocious competition where people died as a result of the tasks it was not for the faint-hearted but if so much as someone joked and put their name in the goblet of fire they may well be picked and consequences were dreadful after 600 years of competition being run the death toll became too high and in turn the tournament was cancelled however later on as you know it came back when Harry Potter was in his fourth year and he should not have been allowed to compete as to the rule that they had put in about not being able to compete if you are under 17. However, Harry cheated this and we could see within the book how very difficult this actually was. Our next big event was on the 29th of November, 1926. The Daily Prophet, Daily Prophet, sorry, Daily Prophet, said that Hogwarts has increased its security due to Gellert Grindelwald, one of the first great dark wizards 
who was somewhat associated with Albus Dumbledore. Many students were sent home early, and the headmaster had to have a meeting with the parents to address what hazards were to come about. As we now know, Albus Dumbledore eventually ended up defeating Grindelwald in his epic duel, which was one of the most heroic things that had happened in the history of wizarding. Number three. In 1942 to 1943, Tom Riddle opened the Chamber of Secrets in his fifth year. Myrtle Warren, a young muggle-born, was killed and the Ministry of Magic threatened to close the school so that so that no more attacks were taken place. Riddle didn't want the school to be shut down as he felt it was the only place he could truly call home having been brought up in an orphanage. So he decided to blame Rubius Hagrid and even though Dumbledore knew it he was, at the time, the Transfiguration teacher. Somehow or other, Riddle got away with it. In 1992, it was opened again, and Hagrid was proven innocent. Hogwarts' involvement in the First Wizarding War. In the 60s, dark magical activity increased and Voldemort's first ascent to power had begun. He wanted to overthrow the Minister for Magic, Eugenia Jenkins, who was good at keeping pure blood riots and squib marches under control. The Minister for Magic became under threat and she ended up out of office like her successor. Hogwarts was, once, was the one safe haven left because Albus Dumbledore was the only one that Voldemort was truly scared of. This meant that many parents preferred to keep their students at school if they had any sense, as they were better protected than they could be at home. But just as things in the real wizarding world were heating up, ancient threats from within the castle itself were coming about. A student named Jacob had begun to search for the fabled cursed vaults, five rooms of ambiguous origin that were hidden somewhere within the castle with treasures even older than the school in. As the Chamber of Secrets thought it was thought to be a myth had been proven true only a few decades prior, Jacob was obsessed with it and broke rules just to find these simple, possibly real vaults. He finally found them. Tempering with magic that he didn't understand, he seemed to unleash a curse on the school, encasing the castle in ice and injuring students. Rumours went round that he had cursed himself insane, but Jacob did manage to break into the vault and make the ice vanish. He was expelled and the story was covered in the Daily Prophet. However, teachers attempted to cover this over and as a result of successful cover-up, nobody believed that they existed.
pretty much wraps up this episode of Books, Books and More Books. If you would like some more Harry Potter in your life, make sure to leave me a message if you're listening on Anchor, and it might just be featured in the show, you never know. Also, I'm very sorry I did not have time to do the book chart, however it would be the same as yesterday as a new week has not started yet, and I was dying to get this out so I could not wait until next week because I was so so excited because I love Harry Potter so 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 much and also uh i can't even remember what i'm supposed to say on my outro now um but yeah make sure you share this with anyone who you think would like it more harry potter leave me a message as i previously just said i don't know why my phone keeps vibrating but anyway um yeah i will see you all later you have been educated goodbye